Garfiri Jefem! Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Paid in Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right, and as you fine folks know, Got Paid in Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That's right, and I'm so glad you can drink again, Jeremy, because I was so lonely drinking by myself in this podcast, man. You know, it's just not as fun. Well, yeah, fuck the wagon, I'm off of it. No, that's good. Yeah, fuck the wagon. Oh, man. Well, um, this weekend has been pretty uh, insane for me. Um, I know you've been up to a lot of interesting things, but I would like to talk about my weekend first, if you don't mind, because this is episode number 702. Yeah, that's right. And um, yes, my weekend. Faders, I had a great weekend. I It's been a while since I've had a great weekend, and this weekend was absolutely fantastic. Usually, I got to do things, and I got to work on the weekend, but not this weekend. No, 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 no. This weekend, me and nine other artists got together, and we had a small little exhibition, kind of a pop-up show at Gallery Le Decor. I think I talked about it in the last show. And um, yes, it was absolutely insane. All, I mean, Sunday was boring, but Saturday was packed, jam-packed with people, dude. It was crazy, man. We had a full kitchen full of booze. It was all free, and we had to replenish it, I think, two or three times, and the place was just amazing. I sold so many T-shirts. I sold two I sold two paintings, a couple of prints. It was fantastic. I, I can't believe how good it was for me and everybody else. And it's not about the selling. The selling is great, but the thing is, a lot of people came and just enjoyed the artwork. They respected the artwork and they all learned a lot about art and stuff. And I, I talked to so many people and introduced my art and my style of artwork to just uh, hundreds of people. And it was fantastic. And another cool thing was I got to meet a lot of cool artists. And that's and that's kind of the cool thing that's in this this group, this group exhibition, like kind of like style that's happening in Tokyo now. Before, mm. it was all solo show, solo show, solo show, group here, group there, but it's mostly solo shows. But these group pop-ups, dude, they, it's, the, it's the jam. It's the absolute jam because everybody comes in at a certain time. The artists are there. You can meet the artists. And everybody that I've been exhibiting with has been so fucking cool and outgoing and just wanting to fucking converse and introduce the world to their artwork. And it's just been so mad, man. It's been mad. And I loved every second of it, man. And I can talk forever, as you can tell. Uh, Jeremy, how's your weekend? <laughs> My weekend was good, but I still have questions about yours, man. Tell me which paintings you sold. You said you sold three. I sold two paintings. Um, right. I, I made a. I made this. Um, God, I have this concept called smoking thrills. 
And okay. it's basically that uh, the the whole idea of the concept is that I think cigarettes look cool. Yes, 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 they kill you. They're taboo. Nobody likes cigarettes, but I think cigarettes still look fucking cool. When somebody's talking and somebody's in a movie and they're talking about a plan or if they're really pissed off and they're yelling at somebody and they got a cigarette in their mouth and they're fucking blowing smoke in the air and shit. I'm saying, man, I'm old school and I think that shit looks cool. So I made a series called Smoking Thrills and I have very beautiful girls and very provocative poses smoking cigarettes and one of those sold. And that was cool. 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 What, do you other- get, what do you get huh? for one of those? What do they what do they go for generally? Uh, pretty much about a six pack. You know, I just want a couple of beers. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Because like I'm a I'm obviously a, a fan. I buy a bunch of your paintings, but I mean, if you're going to a show and you you walk out of a out of a fucking art museum holding one of Johnny's paintings, holy shit, that's gotta be worth a lot. If- a million billion dollars. Faders, if you want to buy any of my paintings, go down to the show notes and click on my website. They're all different prices, and um, I don't want to say how much that one was, but um, yeah, I was able to buy a six-pack afterwards, so that's cool. Actually, to be honest, we went to our sponsors, Harry's Sandwich Company in Hedajuku. Yeah. We went there and uh, uh, we drank for quite a few hours and got completely wasted and ate delicious sandwiches, which was amazing. It was a lot of fun. What's your go-to sandwich? Mm, you can't go wrong with an Italian, but uh, the meatball sandwich is also very, very fantastic. Actually, all the sandwiches are great. I also like the barbecue. The barbecue mm-hmm. is good, too. Yeah, they're all great. They're absolutely fantastic. His tater tots are good, too, and everything's handmade. Yeah, Even it's amazing what, what what good food you can get in Japan, man. Like you watch our our YouTube page, and Johnny pops up some some TikToks and some short uh, films about some of the food here in Japan, and, and what you can get here is amazing. And that ties into like what happens later in this podcast. At the end of this podcast, we're going to talk about a certain branch of food delivery people that copied my idea. Hmm. Stick around for Uber that. Uber Eats is not your idea. <laughs> Uber Eats is not my idea for sure. I would do a much better I would do a much better service if if Uber Eats was my idea. But speaking of eating, my mm-hmm. uh, um my weekend was uh we did our uh 8 Stars American Bar did our, uh it's a annual barbecue. We always have a barbecue in the summer. Nice. And yeah. And yesterday was the day that we had it. Yesterday in Japan was Marine Day or Ocean Day. Which uh-huh. is the, the day that Japan celebrates their uh, their love for the beach and their love for barbecue. So we had a big old place rented out on the beach, like a deck. And um, yeah, with the barbecue set up out there, we had about 20 people who showed up and we all uh, eat and drink for hours. And then after that, we went to what's called a Nijikai, which basically breaks down to like second party. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, we just went over to a, to another place on the beach, like just down down the boardwalk a little bit, and hopped in there, and uh, continued the party. We kept drinking and stuff, listening to music. It was great, man. There's bikini girls. There's, there's tons and tons of meat. There's people having fun everywhere. There's beach volleyball. There's uh, people running around on jet skis. It, it's amazing. Then we also we also did some paddle boarding, stand up paddle boarding. You ever tried that? Uh, no, I, Johnny don't dig on the sea, man. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not really a sea person, man. I'm I actually, I, I swim like a dog, but I do love a good barbecue. And I've heard a lot about your barbecues and I love your 
food, man. So yeah, dude, I, I, I'm sure it was absolutely spectacular. Uh, can we post some photos on the Instagram or maybe, maybe they're too explicit. Maybe. You don't want to get anybody in trouble. We'll see what I can come up with, but I definitely can uh, post some pictures of the beach and of the barbecue setup and everything. Man, when when you do a barbecue in Japan, I know every mm-hmm. country says they're the best at doing barbecues, but Japan does it right, man. You have a little yeah. bit of seafood, you got meat, you got delicious like Kobe beef, man. You got like uh, the the meat is marbled and stuff. It looks delicious. Jeremy, 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 Jeremy. You just what? said Kobe beef barbecue. I think 99% of the world just got hard as fuck. They're like, what Kobe beef? I know Kobe beef, but Kobe beef barbecue? Yes, faders, that is a thing. And um, I am not sure if you know this, but Jeremy's from, well, Texas. And in Texas, everything is bigger. So imagine coming to Japan and you get like a Kobe beef steak or something somewhere, which is nice. It's very delicious, kind of expensive. But a Kobe beef barbecue? Dude, fucking mic drop. Hello. Yeah, no kidding, man. That, the meat was amazing, man. It was perfectly marbled, uh, you know, and uh, it, and it just like it cooks really fast. So you're not waiting around for a long time because of all the fat in the meat. It cooks very fast, and uh, it's interesting when we're cooking it. Uh, when we're cooking it up, we throw ice cubes on the barbecue because um, all the fat dripping down onto the coals causes it to spark up. So you don't want to burn it. So you throw an ice cube on top of the barbecue and it kind of keeps that under control, which is kind of a unique thing that I found out when we started coming and barbecuing here in Japan. Well, that's interesting. When you put the ice cube in the fire, do you also get some steam action going? A little bit of steam, but like it's just sitting like you have the barbecue grill sitting over the coals. And mm-hmm. when the fat drips under the coals in, in enough quantity and you're dealing with Kobe beef, so there's a lot of fat, right? So it drips mm-hmm. down on there and that causes like a flare up, like the flames come up and you don't want Ooh. the flames because that will just burn the outside of the meat. Right. And not cook. Yeah. The yeah. You want to, you want to slow cook it over time. Not, not instantly just, you know, boom, you know, and f- flash fry it. So you throw the ice cube on there and the ice cube drips enough water down onto the, under the coals where it doesn't mm-hmm. put out the coal, but it, it stops it from flaring up. Okay. Yeah. Faders, he knows what he's talking about. When you come to Japan, make sure you come in, uh, what, mid-July, late July, and come to Jeremy's annual barbecue party on the beach. Sounds fantastic, man. Dude, I I definitely want to come. One of these days, I will make it down there, man. My schedule's tight, dude. It's tighter than a, well, it's it's tighter than, you know, coal. (laughs) (laughs) Diamond. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. I was going to say something really bad. But anyway, you know, I want to I want to talk about food uh, a little bit more, but uh, this is going to be a little bit uh, kind of a dark topic, I guess, if you don't mind me going down that road. Hit it. All right. What you got, man? OK, check this out, man. Uh, word around town is that some places in Tokyo are doing a gaijin tax at restaurants. Now, I'm not sure if this is happening in Fukuoka, but I talked to a couple. I met this couple recently, and they told me that they went to a restaurant where the menu, the Japanese menu and the English menu had different prices by like like 400%, right? Not 400%, but 400 yen, right? And I was like, what? That can't be true. There's no way that's true. And then I went online and I started looking it up and stuff. And there's like some like uh, famous YouTubers that are on here that are talking about it. Right. And one girl, she's like uh, she's half Japanese and half, I think, American. And uh, yeah, she said that she went to a place in Shibuya and uh, she went to like, well, she said it was a yaki, 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 restaurant. Mm. And um, 
basically they gave her and they gave everybody an English menu. And she was there with some friends that were visiting from the States. And she was like, wow, these prices are really expensive. This is crazy. Right. And then she asked for the Japanese menu and the Japanese menu, the prices were like half the price. Right. And you guys can Google this video and just Google this. And it's called some people call it the Gaijin tax and other people call it the English tax. So I'm, I was just blown away about that because I just heard about that about a week ago. And now everybody's talking about it at the art gallery. People were talking about it. They're like, oh, yeah, there's a fucking English tax. So when you go to a Japanese restaurant, you know, be careful. Right. And I think it's only in like the major areas, like maybe Shibuya, Shinjuku, Harajuku, uh, Rapongi, Ginza, maybe Akihabara and so on. But like, yeah, so when you go to a restaurant, be very, very careful about like the prices. And actually, first off, before I start talking more about this, Jeremy, have you heard anything about this because you you do own a restaurant? Not saying that you right. do anything like this, but still. Obviously, we'd never do that because like I really want foreigners to come in and enjoy the, the food and the food culture we have in Japan. Well, and I'm yeah, trying to bring yeah. trying to bring that knowledge to people. I my place is called the American Bar, eight stars American Bar. We have mm-hmm. American food, but we also have Japanese food. And I want to be able to let people who can't speak Japanese enjoy some of those mm-hmm. good, you know, quality foods as well. But that having been said, you reminded me of about 20 years ago in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, there was a company called Number One Travel who used to charge more for foreigners to buy tickets. For example, one guy called up and said, I want a ticket for, I don't remember where, but let's say Texas. I want to go to a round trip to Texas. And they're like, okay, that's going to be $4,000. And then he had his girlfriend call up ordered like the same ticket and it was like $2,500. So like almost, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Almost different, like a 15% or $1,500 different. Right. And then they got busted for doing that. And I think that shit rag magazine, of uh, what's it called? Japan today. I think they were the ones who posted about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then they called them out and then people stopped buying to air tickets from from uh, Travel One Japan or whatever it used to be called. I'm not even sure they're still in business anymore. But uh, I've never yeah, heard of it. yeah, because they they were doing the same thing, doing that gaijin tax, or oh, we can charge foreigners more. Uh, that's that's straight up bullshit, man. And if I saw a place doing that, I'd put them on blast, dude. I would totally put them on blast. Mm-hmm. I don't know any place that's doing that. Like I, I've heard no names of restaurants, but yeah. if you Google like gaijin tax or English tax Japan or something, these videos will come up and it, it's fucking disgusting. So for all you feeders out there that are either living in Japan or who are coming to Japan on vacation or moving here or something like that, when you go to a restaurant, first ask for a Japanese menu or ask for an English menu and then try to get a Japanese menu. So you can like gauge the prices, you know? Yeah. Or that's what I would do. I would just say like, first I'd ask for the Japanese menu. Like, uh, oh, menu, please. And they'll give you the English one first, obviously. And you're like, oh, do you have the Japanese menu? And then if they give it to you, then be like, oh, wait a second. (laughs) Or or you'll be fine. So, you know, just just to be sure that you don't get like fucking ripped off because you speak English, you know, or you're just not visiting, you know? So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so be careful. Be careful out there. And, you know, I I think that's really disgusting, you know, to yeah. take advantage of, like, that kind of a fucking disadvantage of not being able to speak or read kanji. Kanji is tough, by the way. It is. <laughs> it's really it's, tough. It's not easy. But, mm-hmm. I mean, man, ripping people off just because they had to translate it? Fuck you, man. I could take a picture of my iPhone or whatever and then get an automatic translation. I don't need your translating. I don't need to pay extra 400%. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's 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 no, a gro- that's a gross uh, abuse of like uh, of their position. I I, I think, in my in my yeah. Opinion. 
Could you imagine if they happened to America in America? <laughs> oh, dude, you'd be called racist. You'd be called every name in the book, and you'd be on TikTok. Oh There'd be that. What's that guy's name? I love. I love his. I love his uh, TikToks. Uh, Tizzy Entertainment, where he always talks about like people who do horrible shit to other people, and it gets caught on video. Mm. Yeah. Are we on there? No, 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 no. We don't do horrible <laughs> shit. The first thing is like you and I are not racist and we also do not do horrible shit to other people. Yeah. No, we don't. No, we don't. But we yeah. love to drink beers. Oh, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So anyway, faders out uh, once again. Uh, yeah, definitely get a Japanese menu first and, uh, you know, just get the Japanese menu and then translate with your phone. That's all you got to do. Dude. Yeah. You don't even need an English menu. What do you think about it? Do you think we should have a faders have this happen to them? Send us a picture, like a menu beside the, you know, Japanese menu beside the English menu on the same page and send us a picture and post it into the, our, our Facebook page. I would love to see those. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely do that faders. I mean, if you have, if you experience this kind of, um, this debauchery, yeah, definitely send us some photos and we'll definitely post that. And, uh, we will give you credit if you want credit. A lot of the photos and stuff that we get, people don't want credit. In fact, they, they request it. <laughs> They're like, don't give me credit for this. I don't want to get fired from my job. I'm like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> What's right your on, job? Right on, right on. Oh man. Well, on that note, uh, yeah. So, uh, no more gaijin tax or English tax, but, uh, we are going to, uh, introduce you to our sponsors. We've got sponsors coming up. Woohoo. And then we get the news and we got a lot of great stories. So make sure you listen or if you're watching YouTube and you should be watching us on YouTube, go all the watch all the way to the very end and stuff, because the last story is pretty epic. You know what I mean? So, uh, Peters, we will see you in about, what, 3.5 minutes. Well, anyway, peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, i got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yakuin. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high-resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fit on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food? got just the place for you soul food house in azabujuvan check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com come by and taste the love we look forward to feeding you and we are back faders and we are back with the news and we've got some amazing news for you holy smokes the news that we got is actually actually to be honest this week really wasn't that horrific. Some weeks we've got really dark, horrible, nasty, bizarro, crazy news. And this week we just got some pretty weird, interesting news, you know? So I, this is like more of like a an 
a light week, I guess you could say. And when I say light, I don't mean like light opposed to heavy. I mean, light just is like not as dark. Very, very much so. I mean, but we got some good technology news. We got the fucking news at the end of the end, end of the show that was really going to be good. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first story yeah. is I got it right here. It's called wearable air conditioner belt. So uh-huh. yeah, this sounds good. Cause like, you know, in Japan, the summers are fucking so hot, right? Like I think today it was like so hot. 35 degrees and a hundred percent humidity. I think it might've actually been 110% humidity, which is, I realize is impossible, but it felt like it. Anywho. It was really hot today. Yeah. Uh, summers in Japan have reached an un, uh, unbearably and even mercifully hot phase. Uh, but even the heat, uh, is it, even though the heat is expected to continue, life goes on, and so does the the venture outside for work, school, errands, and other travel plans. So in the most comfortable situations uh, would be to find a venue or a venture outside without... Varying away, uh, without venturing away far from an air conditioner, uh, and offering a way to just uh, to do that in Tokyo is uh, oof, this, this is really written hard. Okay, and offering a way to do that just is like the Tokyo gadget company Glocher, which is uh, now has a new wearable cool device. Okay, thank you for that writing. <laughs> okay, uh, the belts, the belts, cha- oh boy, hold on. The belt's casing absorbs heat uh, through PCM, which is called phase-changing material, and a series of fans uh, whose airflow is funneled upward, so they leave the belt. So they leave the belt vents. The device weighs 488 grams and shoots air up about five meters uh, per second. Uh, the statistic can be hard to visualize, so Glosher has provided a, a helpful GIF, which they put in the article, but I can't show you here online. They're not a sponsor. So basically, this is a belt you put on, and on the on the belt, around the belt, it's got little air vents on it. And inside the belt, it's got fans and this kind of PCM phase change material, which I'm not familiar with, but apparently that gets cold. And that just causes it, uh, causes it to... Keep your body cool while the summer is hot. And they're going for around 300 and, uh, sorry, 32,500 yen. So about 300 bucks. Johnny, what do you think, man? Oh, I think these are awesome. Um, All right. Right now, faders, uh, Jeremy, I'm sure you've seen these around Fukuoka. But in Tokyo, uh, right now we have, they're called like, what are they called? DJ buds or whatever. It looks like a a kind of like a... It's called the the DJ uh, headphones, right? Right. And uh, the one around your your neck like this, and it blows air on your face. And they are super potent. We've got those, and everybody's using that these days. Also, people have those electric fans that they hold in front of their face, so it looks like a microphone or something. It looks like they're just walking down the town singing and shit. And these two things are super, super, super popular, and I can definitely see this happening. Now, um, I have seen this online. I've saw the GIF. I've saw the YouTube. And basically, you've got these really, really, really skinny people wearing this belt that shoots out this this air, this cool air. Like, I mean, it's like condensed cool air and it shoots out and it goes all the way past your head. If you're six feet tall, that air will go fucking like twice the size of your body up into the air and shit. It's like that powerful, right? And it lasts, I think, like eight hours, which is kind of cool. Now, the thing is, though, if you're slightly overweight, weight or 
if you're a fader and you got a beer belly like, you know, like all of us, uh, yeah, that's not going to work because it's going to shoot up and it's going to miss like your upper body. So I think the cool thing about these is to take this belt and turn it upside down. It is so goddamn hot and humid here in Tokyo that every single person walking down the street, man, woman, and child has mud butt. So I think if you turn that belt upside down, you're going to cool off that mud butt and you're going to feel a lot better. And it doesn't matter if you're big, small, tall or whatever, it will work. But if you're big, you got kind of a belly like the rest of us, it's just going to shoot up into the abyss. So yeah, buy one of these and turn it upside down and you are golden. Dude, mud butt is a problem, man. It is. (laughs) If you're walking around Tokyo, man, that shit's going to dry out and you might scratch you or something. Do you have baby powder in your pocket? I carry it. <laughs> oh, I got it in my backpack for sure. Um, there's another thing like you can use. Like uh, there's this stuff for right here. It's it's got a picture of a peach on the front for people who are listening. And it says Momo uh, something. I don't know the kanji, but basically this is for baby babies with diaper rash. So if you get if you get a sweat if you get a, some uh, hot and sweaty boys. You take these and you and you this lotion and you put it on your boys and it keeps it from sticking to your leg. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need that stuff. It's yeah. mandatory. Or you buy one of these belts and you just walk around and you're like walking. Was it walking on air? Walking on sunshine? No, walking on air. What's that song from the '80s? Walking on sunshine. Walking on sunshine. No, you don't want to walk in sunshine. No, that's bad. Oh no, that's pretty much like how we're walking every day right now. It is so hot. Yeah, you want to be totally. walking on air. Walking on clouds. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Buy this belt, turn that frown upside down (laughs) and you wear it. And the cool thing about this belt is it's like, it's about as big as a 40 on the front and like maybe about this, but about as big as a 40 in the back and stuff. So these, this fan is actually pretty big, you know, and actually, you know what? It looks like you're walking around with like two like fanny packs, to be honest, you got a fanny pack in the front and a fanny pack on the back. That's what it is. Well, man, it's look, like remember how stormtrooper belts looked in the original Star Wars? How they had that pack in the back? It's like that, right? Yeah, me, yeah, kind of like that. Maybe a little smaller, but yeah. But anyway, yeah. I think this is a great idea, and I can definitely see it becoming a trend in Japan eventually, probably in the West too. But the, the company's a Japanese company, and they're releasing them, I think, this week. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. I've also seen them come like it, this sounds like uh, counterintuitive, but I've seen them come in like jacket form where these guys like like road workers and stuff. They put this jacket on and in the jacket is like these fans, these little fans, like a PC, like a CPU fans. And they mm-hmm. circulate air inside the jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen those. A lot of construction workers have those in Tokyo. Yeah. And the jackets are all because they have air go- running through them. They're all puffy. Mm-hmm. So you get these like. And these guys, they're construction workers, right? So they're buff, but you know, this is Japan. So they're like Bruce Lee buff. So they're, they, they get this huge puffy jacket, but these are small dudes or whatever. And they, they basically it looks, it looks weird. It looks actually, it looks like they're wearing like winter coats, to be honest. Winter yeah. coats is summer. That's what I think it looks like. Yeah. I was saying it's kind of, it sounds counter, like counterintuitive, right? Because you're putting a jacket on because you're hot, but no, it keeps that air circulating around them in like a, like a space suit almost. Have you ever tried one of those? Ah, I don't think they come in my size, buddy. Yeah, I don't think yeah, they have them. Yeah. Really, I've never tried one. I kind of want to, but I don't know if I can rock that fashion, dude. <laughs> yeah, they kind of look like a members-only jacket. <laughs> kind of that like old 80s style, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the yeah. Sopranos. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the jacket. <laughs> All right. Next story. Um, man out on parole for arson suspected of starting another fire. We didn't start the fire. It's been burning since the world's been turning. Man, I'll tell you what, Jeremy, there's been yeah. a lot of songs that had fire in the titles, or there's been a lot of songs about fire. We've had, uh, let's see, Firewoman by the Colt. We've had Doors, uh, Light My Fire. We had Talking Heads burning down the house. Oh, we had Johnny Cat, Ring of Fire. And the list goes on and on and on. And I don't understand arsonists. I have no idea why they do this. It makes no sense to me. But the thing is, fire is kind of cool. Right. <laughs> At least songs about fire. Hmm. Fireworks are awesome, dude. Think about how cool fire is, man. It's something we've been doing as a species since like uh, the beginning of times. Well, since the beginning of our time, at least, right? Mm. Well, I do like to smoke cigars. So, yeah, fire is good. Fire is good. All right. Moving forward. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 57-year-old man who had been out on parole for arson on suspicion of setting fire to trash bags. Uh, leave that to the fire department. According to police, Kazuo Uichira is accused of setting fire to three trash bags outside a building in shopping in shopping district in Wano last week. This is written all fucked up too. Yeah. Police said Uichira is also being questioned about a suspicious fire occurred in Wano Park earlier this month. You know what? I mean, he is burning trash, which, you know, it's bad, but it's not that bad. It could be. But then again, you know, it's better to stop this guy now because, you know, usually I think fire or arsonists, they're, they're kind of like serial killers. They start small and then they get bigger and bigger and bigger. So, yeah, it's better that we lock this guy up now. Yeah. And also, you know, Tokyo has a bunch of old shitty buildings that they built right after the war when they rebuilt mm -hmm. Tokyo. And a lot of those buildings are just like no insulation, no fire retardant materials. And if you're around there fucking around with fire and just like lighting shit up and jerking off or whatever, you know, you might inadvertently catch one of those buildings on fire and kill a bunch of people. Yeah, right? that's, that's true. They gotta, yeah. they gotta get this piece of shit off the streets, man, because they can't have Okazuo Uchida out there fucking around and like causing innocent people to die because this guy wants to jerk off and light trash bags on fire. Now, yeah, one the, or the yeah, other they, pal choose. You don't have to do both. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, it's just like, that's it's right. You're, you're 110% right. In Wayno, Wayno and Ikabukuro, there's a lot of old buildings in that oh. part of town. That's like that's like old town Tokyo, that northeast side. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, fucking lock this guy up, man. Or how do you fucking teach this guy a lesson? You lock him up or I don't know. <laughs> Whoop his ass, man. <laughs> you just beat the yeah, shit out of him. Yeah, kick his ass. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Turn his ass into a pinata, <laughs> man. It's like Texas style, you know? <laughs> the, the police might arrest you, but the they're matches. gonna beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you beat him up like a pinata, did matches fall out of his asshole? <laughs> I hope so. That'll teach him a lesson. Yeah. Well. Okay. Next story. All right. Ninety-one-year-old man indicted for killing his ninety-two-year-old wife at a nursing home. Wow. He's dating an older chick. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> so the Touchkala branch of the. Uh, Tokyo prosecutor's office has indicted a 91-year-old man on killing his 92-year-old wife at a nursing home where they were both residing in Haruma City. Residing or imprisoned in, you choose, okay? All right. According to the indictment, Tash, uh, Tadashi Morita strangled his wife. I, 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 don't, I don't condone it, but I understand it. Okay, uh, in, her, in her room. 
and uh, with an electric cord like from an appliance on June 18th, the Kyoto News reported. After his arrest, Morita was quoted by the police as saying he was ready to die too so he could remarry his wife in heaven. Oh, so he's an idiot. Uh, and a Christian. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. An idiot and a Christian. Yeah. Synonymous. A bad Christian. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I guess if you, technically if you said sorry to God before you died, then he could go up and live next to his victim. Right? Isn't that how that works? Oh, wait. Is that how it works? Because I was thinking if he killed his wife, if he, mur- well, he murdered his wife, mm-hmm. she goes to heaven, but he'll go to hell. But wait, if he says he's sorry. If he repents. He yeah, he gets to go to heaven. You get you get out. You can do whatever you want. You just got to say sorry before you die. And I think you got to go to like a, a confessional and then suck off a priest or something. And then you, all your sins are gone. I don't know that's how Catholic, that's Catholicism. Crazy shit, man. This is pretty easy. Fuck. <laughs> you, don't, you don't suck off a priest. <laughs> this is easy. He's 90 years old. He doesn't have teeth. He's <laughs> like, I love it when this happens. Nothing yeah. better than gumma. <laughs> he sees a 91 year old man and come in by himself. Killed your wife, didn't you, buddy? Zip. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Pull on those dentures, son. Have a seat. Oh my God! Unfortunately for you, it's a hot day today. Oh God! <laughs> now I'm not wearing my fan belt, <laughs> dude. This is fucking insane. This guy's obviously demented, and um, yeah, you know, God, dude, ninety-two years old. All you gotta do is like fucking turn the lights on, like on and off, like really quickly, and I'm sure she'd have a heart attack or something. Not, not, not saying you should do that or anything, but it's just like, ah, this guy is just like he probably could have just waited, like. Six months or something, or yeah, ten minutes. I mean, he's ninety-one. I yeah. mean, why did he? Why did he wait until ninety-one years old? He's like, man, I want to get married in heaven. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of waiting. I've been anymore. waiting for ninety-one years. <laughs> in, in heaven, in heaven, you, you get, you get all sorts of party presents and shit when you get married. I want that now. Yeah, because he didn't say he didn't say he was the, like getting his seventy-two virgins. He's gonna get to marry his old lady, old lady again in in, in uh, outer space or heaven, wherever they go. Is that really what you want to do? Actually, at ninety-one, if you're ninety-one and you die, you're like, uh, yeah, I'll take the virgins. Yeah, yeah. Like start <laughs> over, please. Uh, how do I sign up for that? Yeah. <laughs> all right, next story. That's all you, buddy. Oh, shit. Ah, the next story is me? Oh, fuck. Okay. <clears throat> Man arrested for pushing father off bridge into a river in Osaka. Now, I think this is an update because we read a story similar to this. Um, yeah. I didn't read the whole story, so let's just um, go through it and see if it is an update. Um, whoa. Please send Osaka. I used to do. Mwah. Love you, Osaka. Stay classy. Have a... Ugh. Oh my You're god. Right. You sound like you almost threw up on yourself there. Oh man, I'm 98 years old or something. That is the booze is catching up. Okay. Police in Osaka have arrested a 36-year-old unemployed man in suspicion of killing his 65-year-old father by pushing him off a bridge into a river earlier Monday morning. You think that murder would be uh an occupation? Because I mean, he's unemployed, but I mean, this guy's a murderer. Anyway, uh, according to police, the incident occurred at around 1.05 a.m. on Mikunibashi Bridge, which spans the Kanzaki River in Odogawa Ward. 
Police said Shotatamai has admitted to pushing his father, Shigehiro, off the bridge and quoted him as saying, quote, I was sick and tired of being unable to work after becoming ill and began considering killing myself and my father, end quote. Uh, why your father, dude? Like, what uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's job. Mean. yeah, yeah. It's just like, dude, I mean, if you're sick, if you can't work and shit, just fucking take a vacation or something. Fucking, you're in Osaka, man. Fucking go to Okinawa, you're close to there, kind of. Uh, it's something like that. I don't know, but fucking don't take your dad down with you, you fucking jerk. Uh, <laughs> Tamai's father was visually impaired, police said. A witness saw Shigehiro sitting on the bridge railing. Tamai, who was standing behind his father, reportedly shoved him off the bridge and then drove away in a rental car, which was parked nearby. He probably used his dad's credit card to this piece of shit. Uh, police and rescue personnel searched the river and found Shigehiro's body at 3.20 a.m., so, some 20 meters downstream from the bridge. Oh, this poor guy. He was taken to a hospital where he's pronounced dead on arrival. He was wearing a T-shirt and he was barefoot. Okay. Um, Tamaji told police he jumped into the... What? Tamai told police he jumped into the river at another spot, but swam back safely. Oh, yeah, right. Bullshit, dude. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. Nah. He went back to his home where he lived to play Nintendo. No, I'm joking. Uh, where his parents and two siblings and oh, told his mother what he had done. So he's got his mother and his two brothers and sisters. And and yeah, and I guess his mother called police. What they the all live in the same they... fucking house. And they're like 60s. Wait, wait, how old is this fucking asshole? He killed his dad is in the sixties, right? He's the guy's thirty six, so he still lives with his fucking parents, loser. And then and he his killed pa- his dad. Yeah, yeah. And his his brother and sister are probably a little bit older or a little bit younger than him, dude. What a fucking jerk off, dude. Oh my god, Christmas is going to be so fucked up for these guys. Oh my god, this poor family. I feel so bad for the mom and the brother and sister. Oh my god, could you imagine? Everybody's home. It's like fucking three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> They're all sleeping at three o'clock in the morning. What the fuck? Anyway, this guy's a. Oh god, what a piece of shit! Uh, That is really visually impaired, is what it says, right? So he took his dad in the car, and his dad's like, "Where the fuck are we going?" Looking around, you can't see his eyes are all fucked up. Fishing. We're going fishing. And we're gonna go watch a movie. Uh, Here, sit down here at the front of this uh, nice theater uh, in the front row. And he's like, "Well, this place smells like shit. Smells like the river." It's like, "Oh, I promise you, it's not the river. Just sit here. I'll be right back." And dunk pushes him in the in the water. And apparently, the guy couldn't swim. I don't know what being visually impaired has to do with not being able to swim. Well, you don't uh, know which way is up or down, you know, when you fall in the water, well, you, depending you on look, how deep it is. You just feel where your bubbles are going. <laughs> I'm not a swimmer, but I think that's kind of difficult at three o'clock in the morning. And moving forward, police said that Tama told them that he laced his father's dinner with sleeping pills. Ah, that's so, why. That's another thing. Um, th- This guy is completely fucked up from top to bottom and shit. I, I think he should definitely. um Giving away free drugs? Forever. Just wasted all those fucking pills on his dad. He's going to throw in the river anyways. Dude, this guy's, I don't know. This guy's fucking garbage, dude. I fucking, this story makes me sick.
This one of the stories that really makes me sick. The poor dad, he's blind, but he's still got his wife, his loving wife and his kids and stuff. But that one dumb fuck kid, there's always one dumb fuck kid. You know, fucking I got friends that are having kids and shit. Like they're having so many kids and stuff, right? And, and out of every group, there's like one kid that's kind of weird. And they're like, oh yeah, she's going through a phase. I'm like, I don't know if she's going through a phase, man. I've, re- I've heard enough stories and got fit in Japan. You should probably lock her up now. How old is she, four? Yeah, you should probably do it. Dick. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm sure she's going to grow out of that. <laughs> I did, I guess. Anyway, all right. Last story. Now, this is the most important story of the show, Faders. This this story is epic. And uh, this story is all for Jeremy. Jeremy, Mike is yours. This this story pisses me off, bro, because uh, this I feel like they're, they're fucking, you know, stepping on my toes here, buddy. Here's how it goes. Domino's Japan pushes pickle love to the limit with new pickles pizza now let me sell you something right now my restaurant has been selling pickle pizza since i opened it two years ago so they did not fucking invent pickle pizza i invented it me and my wife invented it all right uh there's not much room for anything else in this pie but a bunch of pickles uh pizza delivery chains in japan aren't afraid of thinking outside of the box when it comes to putting on um toppings on their pizzas and domino's pizza is no exception corn mayonnaise fish and chips all of these have been tried uh on pies of domino's that were delivered in japan actually no there's been a lot more than that sorry to interrupt yeah there's, there's been a lot more but this one pisses me off the because seafood, this was like a seafood claws. have you seen yeah. the seafood claws where they had you you got you got a fucking pizza and you had to have the crackers and you had to crack the fucking seafood shells to open up the seafood and eat it that's fucking buried in cheese in your pizza who fucking came up with that fucking bullshit but anyway sorry to interrupt Sinora. yeah i don't eat water bugs fuck that Anyhow, uh, no attempt at, uh, at being coy in naming here. The pickle pizza comes with a topping of 600 grams or 1.23 pounds of sliced dill pickles. Um, there are so many on there that it's basically a blanket over the entire top-facing portion of the pizza pie. All right. If you're thinking that you... Uh, sorry, if you are thinking that even then a pizza looks especially green, it might be because... Uh, there is no contrasting red. There's no tomato sauce uh, on the pickle pizza. Uh, Domino's believes uh, tomato sauce would cover up the taste of the pickles. And instead, they drizzle it with a common, uh, a common bear uh, cheese sauce uh, for what promises to be an exquisite balance between sour notes of the pickle and the richness of the cheese. And... While it's not explicitly mentioned by Domino's, such a large concentration and volume of pickles and common bear cheese is most likely to produce uh, a very intense diarrhea. aroma. <laughs> diarrhea, splashing diarrhea, projectile diarrhea. Now, they're fucking this pizza up, man. First off, that that product belongs to me. And then secondly, I they're making it wrong. Stop making it wrong. If you're going to fucking talk, yeah. If you get a secret fucking like uh, style, don't fucking tell the internet, dude. Fucking keep it a secret. Basically, I saw this pizza and it's just, it's this bread with cheese and then pickles. That's it. And then they put peppers on top of it. And um, I, I kind of want the sauce. I don't know. I'm a pickle lover. I love pickles. You need to come to my bar. 
Yeah, well, I definitely got to come to your bar. But um, yeah, so basically, I think this is an interesting idea. Um, I, I, I'm surprised that you came up with it. I, I would think a, a pregnant woman came up with this idea. They usually come up with like weird fucking like uh, inventions of food. Then the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the with the chocolate marshmallow pizza thing that they did once. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I'm going to say that um, this is a unique style of pizza, and I'm definitely positive that you make it better than fucking Domino's. So 100%. all you faders out there that are interested in the pickle pizza, you don't want to fucking call Domino's to get that. Go to where the source is raw and real. Yeah. Where is that? What, if you want to see a real pickle pizza, go to my website. For my bar, Eight Stars American Bar, you can go to Instagram or to the eightstarsamericanbar.com and check it out. We have pictures of the real deal up there, not some yep. cheap knockoff crap. That Fuck looks like guys. shit. Yeah, yeah, have you seen Fuck the photos? I posted the photos on Instagram. Yeah, and it looked it looked pretty bad. It looked pretty bad. So anyway, yeah, man, I want to try yours, and I'm not going to try Domino's. In fact, I don't really, I don't eat Domino's in Japan because Domino's. Oh, the all right. I love pizza. When I was in high school, I worked at a pizza joint. It was fantastic. It was the best job ever um, right. at that time. And the thing is, it's just like, uh, yeah, uh, working there was great. I love pizza. But the thing is, it's just like now Domino's in Japan is good, but it's like, it's almost like a dessert. It's a delicacy because it's like a, a large in America would never be in Japan because like basically in Japan, a large is a small in America. And the thing is, the, the small costs 10 times as much as the large in America because a small pizza, a large, quote unquote, large pizza in, in Japan costs at least like what, 4,000, 5,000 yen, like 40, yeah. 50 bucks. 40 or so 50 bucks. But 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. Not at my place. At my oh, place, it's 12 bucks. And it's a oh, 14 bucks. inch, 14 inch pizza. Oh, it's going to be good, man. 14 bucks for a large pizza in Japan. Now that's a fucking deal. Very Boom. good deal. Very good deal, man. Very good deal. And it's the original and it's handmade and it's delicious. So please come by and check it out. God damn, I love handmade food. Handmade you know what? Food. I, I hmm. love pizza and beer so much. I've made a fucking pizza and beer restaurant and bar. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty impressive, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait to go there. I definitely can't wait to go there. And um, yeah, when I do go there, I'm definitely going to try your pickle, your pickle pizza. Please do. Oh, man. All right. Well, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of God Faded Japan. And every episode is special because in every episode, you're getting faded with us. And if you are getting faded with us, we really hope, in fact, we, we beg you to please get faded responsibly. Please do not drive. Don't be on a skateboard. Don't do anything crazy. Don't operate heavy machinery or any of that shit. Yeah, stay at home. Stay at your friend's bar. Stay somewhere and just chill out. Listen to us. Get faded with us. Come pie with us, motherfucker. And um, yeah, enjoy the show. That's what we really want. And uh, we hope you did enjoy the show. And uh, there's many ways to support the show if you enjoyed this episode. Jeremy, how can people support this show? All right. We are on all social media. Even are we on threads yet? Let me ask you that question. Uh, fuck threads. Okay. That's your answer there. So we are I, we are personally both on threads. I'll tell you that right now. So our personal accounts are on threads, but not got faded Japan. But if you want to support the show, what you should be doing, the most important place and the best place you can do is YouTube. Sign up. Boom. It's free. 
Subscribe. Everyone says that shit, but you know, it really does help when people click subscribe because we have to get a certain number of subscriptions and a certain number of views in order to, to produce any, to keep producing the show because it's not free. All right. Yep. So do that. Sign up on YouTube. We also have TikTok. We also have Twitter. We've also got Facebook. We've also got fucking Reddit. I think some of our videos and stuff are on Reddit as well. And Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. And wow. They, I don't on Instagram, but Reddit. <laughs> well, Reddit. Reddit has some of our videos and stuff up there. And yeah, even Tumblr has some of our videos and stuff that posted there. Oh, we're on Patreon too. Go anywhere you can look up stuff and look up Got Faded Japan podcast and uh, help support us. Share that shit with your friends. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, subscribe. Turn on the notification bell and uh, leave us comments and on what you like about the show, what you hate about the show, and uh, we'll we'll read all of those. So uh, if you can we'll do read that, them. yeah, it'll help us out. <laughs> Yeah. And if you want to give us a couple of bucks, uh, yeah, we are on Patreon. So you can go to our Patreon page. It's down in the show notes. And uh, yeah, it's basically 500 yen uh, a month. And 500 yen, I think right now in American dollars is like 250. Yeah. So it's, it basically is like buying us like a beer at a dive bar that you would never walk into and not tip. So yeah, it's like buying a beer, not tipping. <laughs> <laughs> but it means the world to us. So if fucking everybody listening did that, I mean, holy shit. I mean, we would fucking buy a lot better alcohol. Actually, you know what? If you did that, if you actually, and you can actually give us more money if you wanted to, you could like go to Patreon, give us more money, and then tell us what to drink. And as long as it's not urine, we'd probably do it. If you're like, we want you to drink shochu in this episode, and we're going to give you this much money, then me and Jeremy would go on, we'd buy shochu, and we'd drink shochu during the episode. Or maybe chuhai, or maybe or maybe Japanese Budweiser, or maybe Japanese, what was that uh, whiskey? Japanese... Yamazaki. Yamazaki, or Jim Beam, yes, which is a, a Japanese company now. But actually, I, I did a little research. Jim Beam is actually still brewed in Kentucky. So it's brewed, or brewed, I'm sorry, distilled in Kentucky. But it's a Japanese company. And right. actually, some of the employees in Kentucky are Japanese. And some of them actually don't even speak English. <laughs> they get Holy English shit. teachers on site teaching them English so that they can work with the other co-workers. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking funny. I found that out. I did a little research. Fucking mind blown right there, bro, because I never had any idea. I thought everyone working there would have been like, you know, bing, 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 you know, from Kentucky or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're thinking about West Virginia. Mountain Mama. I'm joking. I'm joking to all our faders out there from West Virginia. Yeah, we, we don't give a shit about that. Was bad. That was bad. That was bad. The only people that we don't care about are the people from Michigan because I'm from Michigan. I'm joking. I'm joking. I can say it because I'm from Michigan. All right. Well, fuck it. I'm digging my grave at this point and I'm faded as fuck. So, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fade Japan and we will see you next week. Mwah. Peace. Go fuck yourselves. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, huh? the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't You sure I excuse me? We're going Your move, creep.